We learned yesterday that five members of Canada's 2018 World Juniors hockey team were told to surrender to police and are set to face charges in relation to an alleged group sexual assault in London, Ontario from a number of years ago. London Police Service and the investigating officer on the case both said they had no information to share at this time. And you probably have a lot of questions. A lot of questions around this specific case, around who these players are. Greg Brady knows the sports world well, explaining to me that some would be NHL players right now, others off playing in Europe. And then we're told London police will speak to media on February 5th. Okay, that is two weeks from now, not next week, but the week after. How is this acceptable when there is immense public interest in this? And already, I won't say I think or I I know because we're hearing it from people, Questions about what's going on with Hockey Canada, stuff behind the scenes, potential cover-ups, and then if police are delaying a press conference by two weeks, that's just going to add to people thinking that we got a situation on our hands here involving some cover-up situation. Someone who knows a lot about, well, policing and also being out front and center explaining to the public what's going on. 640 Toronto Crime Specialist and former Toronto Police Inspector Hank Exinga joining us now. Good morning, Hank. Good morning, Anthony. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and thanks for walking us through some of this because you have a lot of insights and, of course, experience in in dealing with both investigating cases but communicating to the public and other stakeholders what's going on in police investigations and processes. I have so many questions to London police. They are not going to answer those questions, though, until two weeks from now. What, What Do you think this timeline makes sense to you? Well, you know, you have to balance two things. Uh, Transparency, of course, is everything to the public. And this is a pretty unusual situation where the police have put out word to these, uh, these, this group of hockey players that they need to turn themselves in and they're obviously going to be charged. I presume there's arrest warrants that have already been signed uh, for their arrests and, and for the charge. And if that's going to take a couple of weeks to sort out the logistics and and get these fellows in uh, so they get their court dates and their charges laid out, that's probably why they're delaying releasing any any more information, because the accused has to be privy to that information before the public is privy to that information. But but, but walk Uh, me through that for a second, please, Hank, because let's assume, and Greg Brady was saying he thinks one or two players might be playing in the European League. Okay. Um, maybe they can't get here for two days from now, three days from now, and that's reasonable, or like it takes a day to get in touch with them, a day for them to plan. But still, we're talking like, I feel like that's a pretty casual arrest warrant for people who are all public figures, is it not? It sounds like it. It's it's a very unique situation, and short of taking an arrest warrant out and announcing publicly uh, due to public safety concerns that there's a warrant out for this individual and police can't get their hands on them right now. Uh, It's not unusual for a police service to hold off on releasing that information. Like I said, until they get them into custody and until the police officers and the investigators have that opportunity to further their investigation through interviews, of the suspects and giving them that opportunity before they go out in front of the public and say, here's what we have and here's what we're dealing with. So the chief of police in London, Tai Trong, a very savvy investigator himself, uh, I'm sure is keeping an eye on this and 
this decision has been made uh, just not to give anything yet and having to piecemeal it and let's wait till they've all been formally charged and uh, get out in front of it then. So basically you're saying if this was not uh, five hockey players who are alleged of doing something six years ago, um, but if it was, you know, person on the rampage with firearm or what have you, that's when you're more like, okay, we'll do the press conference tomorrow morning to sh- give you the name and the picture and so forth to say steer clear of this guy. And if anyone sees, call the cops. But it's it doesn't have that level of like public safety urgency. Is that kind of why there's no need to talk about it today? I'm going to presume that. Obviously, there's a real thirst for it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing essentially that this is why uh, London police is tackling it this way, but it would make a lot of sense if, if that's the reason why. So every investigation is different and every way of releasing information on different investigations is going to play out differently. And we've seen it recently too, uh, you know, with the murders of the two security guards recently in the GTA. And in one case, the police put out an awful lot of information very, very quickly. Uh, and in the other case, they kept it close to their chests and, uh, because they're obviously making some progress in the investigation behind the scenes. So there's some criticism surrounding that. But there's tactics in play and uh, investigations that are active and ongoing. Uh, and it's up to the investigator and the police service what they're going to release and when they're going to release it. Our guest is Hank Nzinga, 640 Toronto crime specialist and, of course, former Toronto police inspector who you have seen uh, featured in many press conferences informing the public about what's going on in high-profile cases that that Hank and the Toronto police were investigating. I I think, Hank, that one challenge here is that because Hockey Canada has faced a, a bit of a crisis in confidence, to put it mildly, in recent years, and because there are reports that the that the plaintiff, um, well, that, that the victim in the story, that she had received some sort of payment. There's questions of, is there kind of hush-hush stuff going on behind the scenes in the background? And to hear that we're going to wait two weeks for a press conference only feeds into that, that idea that there's, I don't know, PR people or I don't know what, working to smooth things over and that that kind of compromises confidence in the police. This is a really unusual case where the search warrants, I believe, were unsealed by the media uh, about a year ago, and a lot of information got out to the media about this investigation and how much Hockey Canada knew and the negotiations between Hockey Canada and the victim and the alleged perpetrators. uh, We just don't know yet. We do know that London Police has had this investigation for quite some time, and they've gotten to the point now where they've got reasonable grounds to lay charges and they're just sorting through the the logistics of how those charges are going to be laid and then what information is going to be released. And Hank, before I let you go, when we do have this press conference coming up on on February 5th or sooner or a little later, what do you anticipate will be revealed? What sort of information will they say here? And I know media is going to ask like a gazillion other questions, but what do you think they will uh, want to be presenting to the public on that day? I think essentially at that point in time, once you've laid the charges, you can release and speak about anything that's been released and spoken about already. Uh, I doubt there's going to be much more new information coming forward other than exactly what the the charges are and who exactly has been charged in in relation to it. All right, there we have it because a lot of people have a lot of questions. 
Hank Zinga, thanks very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks, Anthony. Have a good one. Same to you. Hank is now 640 Toronto's crime specialist, a former high-profile Toronto police inspector, and uh, we're great to have him in the mix here. He just joined the other week and uh, was in studio here with Greg Brady, talking all about uh, Toronto policing and his career and everything we need to know to navigate the current landscape in Toronto when it comes to our public safety concerns. So always great to have Hank's expert insights there. And and I think uh, those were valuable insights that we just heard in terms of why it is that we're going to be waiting two weeks for this press conference. Because the public interest is immense in all of this. So an incident happens in 2018. And in 2019, London police say, nope. We're not doing anything. Case closed. And now they've, we understand that a year ago they go to court to get uh, approval for doing more investigations. And now five members of Canada's 2018 World Juniors hockey team have been told to surrender to police for this alleged group sexual assault that occurred in London, Ontario at that time. And it seems over the coming days there will be people coming from like across the world, to surrender to police among these five. We don't know exactly who they are and what leagues they're playing for and what capacity, but that's the general sense of things. It's it's quite incredible here that this is what's unfolding. You have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Police don't want to give you answers for a while, but media are going to be dogged on this. Guarantee. I know they are. So we're going to get the drip drip to learn more. I think it's really important that people get answers because confidence in Hockey Canada is very low right now. And I know London police don't want to be embroiled in their confidence going down because of any delays 